0: Are live. Everybody on the internet is hearing this right now. Um, and for $250, Trevor <laughs> will process your data. Hours upon hours and hours of it captured data. He'll look at every frame individually and then take his own flats if you're missing them. Yeah, right. I'm going
1: to put that in. You're listening to the Astro Backyard Podcast. Capture the
0: night sky. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Astro Backyard podcast. My name is Steve from Ontario Telescope and Accessories, and I, as always, have Trevor from astrobackyard.com. Say hello, Trevor. Hello, Trevor. There you go, everybody. There's Trevor. <laughs> so, this year, uh, well, not this year. Well, this year, we're going to talk about this year, but um, this podcast, we're going to do things a little differently. Um, we're going to talk about 2017 because that's what you do at the end of the year. You have a year in review, so we're just kind of keeping up with the trend of what other media outlets do.
1: And yeah, we like to give the people what they want.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you know, we figure this is the best way to go. And you know, I, I I'm boring. Um, nobody follows me uh, on Facebook, uh, but. Uh, There's what eighteen thousand people that follow Trevor on his Facebook page. Twenty-two, actually. Oh, sorry. I I I stopped looking after (laughs) eighteen. Me and my measly seven hundred and fifty. So you know, if you want to share the love, please um, Ontario Telescope and Accessories on Facebook. I would I would appreciate it.
1: Give Steve Um, some love. He deserves it. He's a nice guy.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. I did very helpful. I did not pay him to say that. Uh, it was not a paid commercial. Um, that sounded
1: believable, Steve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, there's my mic hitting, uh, hitting my headphones. Sorry about that. So, um, yeah, we wanted to talk about your interview, and uh, I'm more interested, really, uh, on Trevor's perspective, uh, to be honest, because... Uh, I live a a pretty boring life, um, the, the life of the telescope dealer. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure there's some burning questions that you have as well. Uh, but nobody emailed them in. So I have my own and, um, we'll just go, go through them. You know, Mm -hmm. one, one thing I always wondered, uh, you, you have, you started off with, uh, um, one scope many years ago and, and, uh, Beginning of this year, you're using your uh, Explore Scientific 102 millimeter triplet. Yep. Um, and you've been doing fantastic work with everything. Do you have... A, uh, out of every, all the equipment you have used this year, what piece of equipment, telescope, or accessory stands out as being your favorite
1: piece of equipment? If if somebody <laughs> had
0: to go buy something, say, this is what's going to change your life
1: in okay. imaging. Uh, well, that's... That's a bit tough because the, the, the scope I'm most excited about is, is the one I'm using uh, that I've used most recently. And that's not um, practical for many people just because it's a big, expensive uh, monster. And that's the Florostar 132. Um, but in practical terms, I would say that actually the ED-102, the Explore Scientific, is an excellent all-around scope. Uh, it's kind of got that nice balance between performance, uh, portability, and affordability. Uh, there's there's nothing that scope can't do. Obviously, there's there's things that uh, other scopes can excel in. Um, one of the ones that stands out is it's it's probably not the best scope if you're looking for uh, close-up galaxy shots of small targets because it is a wide-field refractor. But uh, I really do love my ED-102 carbon fiber refractor. But the Floristar 132 is what I'm... That's what I my dream. That's what I dream about.
0: You, you haven't done much work with it yet, so it's, it's just it's just. I've used it now, once, right? You've used it once. once. Yeah,
1: one unforgettable night.
0: One unforgettable cold night. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> other um. Do you have a favorite target, Trevor? Like out of everything that's... you've shot this year, what stands out as one of your most? The data was just right. The clouds were away. Mm-hmm. Right. And if somebody's going to have a target to go to, what would you say is something that they should try out? Okay.
1: Uh, the one, it's, it's really hard to choose, but uh, the one that kind of jumps out at me is the Western Veil vale Nebula. Um, that one was a very memorable experience because it was right in the middle of summer. That's when it's nice and high in the sky. So that's NGC 6960, and it's some people call it the uh, Witch's Broom. Um, that one I spent a lot of time on. Uh, it is notoriously challenging because it's, it's faint and it's also in a star field that's absolutely loaded with, with tiny stars. And it can be hard to separate the nebula from the field of stars behind it. Um, so what I did was I shot some narrowband subs through H-alpha and O-3 uh, and S-2 to try and pull out some of that gas. From that kind of uh, wispy, um, filamentary nebula uh, known as the Witch's Broom, so that's probably that's probably the one that stands out the most for this year uh, as far as imaging goes, and I, I'm quite pleased with the result I got from uh, from the city.
0: Yeah. Now, with that one, if I remember correctly, you're using also narrowband
1: filtering. Yeah. So, does yeah, that make a with...
0: difference? You find that makes a difference when when that's separating a... the data out.
1: That makes such a difference from. Uh, from the guys that are shooting in their backyards in the city, because it's like it's almost like a cheat code. You get to see through all of that glow that you're used to uh, filtering out and processing out in your color data in uh, during the processing stage. So this it creates um, false color images, um, and they're you know grayscale. But you can come either combine that into your color data for uh, a, tr- a true color uh, composite. Or you can, you know, use the Hubble palette to create a false color image. Uh, either way, it's a real game changer, and I honestly didn't realize uh, how much of a difference it would make when I started to add in uh, narrowband filters into my astrophotography.
0: Yeah, and and, and uh, to add some excitement to that, um, you have a mono camera now. Well, not yet. Well, you it
1: is it out my door right now. It should be. Okay. Uh, well, there's a lot of snow on the
0: ground, at least
1: where I am. So, um... <laughs> It's going to be a white Christmas.
0: Well, Canada Post is delivering on Saturdays this, this month, right? So you never know, today, tomorrow. Right. Um,
1: that's okay. It's, it's been cloudy anyway. Yeah.
0: But that, that'll make a difference too, right, with with mono.
1: Oh, and... that's, I, that's going to make a lot of people happy because it's it's been driving people crazy that uh, I'm shooting <clears throat> narrowband through a color camera.
0: Yeah. You're not, now you're using the entire Pixel. So the images should really pop.
1: Yeah, and, I'm not uh, just shooting at uh, quarter speed, so to speak. yeah, um, using the one getting from the red channel um, with that h alpha or anything like that. So yeah, this mono camera, I am really excited to see the difference that makes uh, with narrowband.
0: yep, no, it, that'd be exciting to see as well. I, I just got a mono camera.
1: And which one is that? Um, the, the, i'll
0: t- I'll tell t- t- you later. <laughs> <laughs> okay there's a story behind it right but, uh, okay. um i'm uh so I've got the camera I've got the pod I got a new scope I've got the focuser for it uh-huh and I can't put it all together because of the weather it, it sucks but anyways um you're, you're getting there I'm, i I'm getting there
1: when you're all up and running you're gonna be uh you're gonna be one happy guy I am a happy guy well, that's true. You're happy anyway, but you'll be even happier.
0: Oh, that's a lot of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What is a one target? This was a mailing question. What is a one target that you, was giving you the hardest time? The The stars wouldn't align. The planets were not where they needed to be to get this one target to behave the way you needed right. it to to get it on that sensor
1: that uh, it, it makes me uncomfortable even thinking about it and it's, it was the Pelican nebula this year so it was just um, I it, it wasn't properly planned out um, for the this, the size of the the way the image would turn out with the camera I was using so I was shooting the Pelican nebula with the Altair hypercam 183c right. and um, just because of the size of that sensor, it really scaled the object in. So I, I had to choose just one portion of the Pelican Nebula because it was so big and it, there's a lot going on in there. And I was shooting it in RGB from uh, you know, red zone, white zone skies. And it was just such a muddy mess. Like I could not separate the, the Brown sky from the uh, red nebulosity in that image. And I probably wasted about a good two nights with a, four hour sessions in each and I just even with that amount of data I just wasn't happy with what I was seeing uh very challenging target and I realize now that um I should have saved that for um a different camera uh and uh shoot it in probably just in full narrow band as opposed to RGB live and learn
0: live and learn good well there's always next year
1: that's right
0: and a year from now we can talk about it again And hope maybe that'll be on your favorite target list. Oh, I'll get it next year.
1: Mark my words.
0: So when we first met, you were a DSLR guy and and, and you still are, right? Yeah. But you've been transitioning to dedicated astronomy camera. Mm -hmm. Do, Do you feel that you're cheating on your DSLR? Yeah, you have, I, to, you I have to tell it do. that it's cloudy. That's why it's not being brought outside. Oh,
1: my, my DSLR has no idea that I have any other camera. Because I keep it in separate rooms, uh, she cannot know about the uh, the hypercam or the ASI cameras. The DSLR has no idea. And actually, my DSLR asked me the other day. Uh, she said, "Well, I thought well, I thought we were going to do more imaging this year. It just seems like I've been." Uh, I've just been sitting here in the closet. I'm like, yeah, it's just been a cloudy year, babe. Like, sorry, what do you want me to say? I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we I took that too far.
0: Yeah, maybe. But we're gonna keep it in anyways.
1: Some eye rolling going on. I think for that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cheesy.
1: Um, yeah. But,
0: um, the transition over DSLR from DSLR to dedicated camera. I you still do a lot of DSLR work. Um yep And, and well the, the last video with the the FLT 132 uh was with the DSLR. Um the uh camping trip that you took in the summertime when you did Andromeda with the William Optics 61 uh if I remember co- correctly was with the DSLR.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, so the like the DSLR is is uh I'll you know I'll always use a DSLR. It's just uh, it's, it's fun to use, and it's a little less uh, involved than uh, when you're shooting with a dedicated camera. Um, obviously, the, the dedicated camera can, is, is capable of much more, uh, but sometimes it's nice, the simplicity of um, previewing images on the back of the screen uh, and everything else, that uh, all the other benefits of the uh, usability of a DSLR.
0: Yeah, and, and anybody who wants to get into astrophotography can, can do that uh, very easily with a DSLR. If they have one or they can go buy a second-hand one for a couple hundred bucks, um, uh, they can start using a DSLR and get good results.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Right? Like, like you, where you else can just, you do that, right? Like you said, $150, $200 for a used XSI. Uh, sometimes you can find them modified too and like you really can't beat um, that that kind of the capabilities of a camera like that for that price.
0: Oh, or N- N- Nikon's a good good camera too. They're okay. They're okay, I I just switched, <laughs> so T- Trevor still hasn't forgiven me yet.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah, I like my canons. So, twenty
0: eighteen. What are your plans for twenty eighteen? Target wise, like if you, if you're gonna tell someone, okay, we're getting into twenty eighteen, and this is what you want to go after. These are these are the good targets for beginning of the year, middle of the year, end of the year. What would you recommend?
1: So very early on 2018, uh, the Cone Nebula is on my list, um, which is you know around the constellation uh, Orion, uh, and it's kind of near the Rosette Nebula there. So that's a really beautiful uh, emission nebula. That's first up in January. Uh, and then, as we get into early spring and uh, February, March, it'll be uh, into the galaxies. Uh, so the Leo Triplet is always on my list. That's one of my favorite. It really, it's like time, like pouring more time into that really pays off because it's three distinctly different galaxies, and it's just man, it's so fun to to zoom in and and take a look at those. And then uh, M81, M82. Um, I usually, I usually shoot those around March, April as well. And, uh, I'm looking forward to getting a deeper look, uh, using, um, some larger telescopes. Um, yeah, there's, there's one particular that I have in mind, uh, scope wise that I, I can't wait to use on some galaxies. I haven't mentioned anything about it yet, but, uh, that's the plan for that.
0: I, I think I know what you're talking about, so I'll, yeah, I'll keep quiet on it too. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> okay um this is my last question and and, uh some people will probably roll their eyes because i've gotten phone calls about this okay do you think that i'll ever get my audio issues fixed so that people (laughs) hear me properly not just you
1: i don't know what they're hearing but you you sound great to me steve i appreciate that so i don't see i don't see a problem but uh, yeah,
0: my my audio engineering skills are, are improving very slowly, but they're getting there.
1: We can promise them this: they it will not get any worse. I think we can keep that promise.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go we'll go with that. Um, no, I, I'm I'm quite excited about about 2018. We, we've got what 14 episodes in the can now done since we started in September. Uh, so I think we're gonna, I think. Talking a lot. Hopefully, we can get one out every week. Yeah. Um, to uh, to every everyone and and really grow this community. Uh, you know, I there was a, there was a picture on our Facebook site, Facebook page the other day. Um, From Peter. Yeah. Yeah. The Right Nebula. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic, Peter. If you're listening, right, send more. Um, and everybody else who hasn't sent one and they have a picture they want to share. Post it. We want to see it. Get it out there and uh, um, uh, sh- share your work. Um, we really, really want to see what people are doing. And I'm very grateful, Trevor, I'm sure you're very grateful, too, for our listeners uh, and uh, the response that we've gotten, like, literally worldwide. Uh, That's it's just, right. Just amazing. Um, uh, and I, I'm sure in the majority of it's your audience. Um, you know, I might get a percentage or two in there uh, myself. But uh, um, with, with the sorry, 22,000
1: people that follow you. Well be, because of the response we've got, that's why that's what motivated me to keep going doing these things right when when we did the first two episodes, it was kind of experimental. We're like, I don't know, maybe people aren't gonna listen and but then when you do see that people are listening and they're commenting and they're sharing their photos on the Facebook page, uh, that of course really motivates us to keep going and uh, I'm having a lot of fun. I think you are too, Steve. So I,
0: I am. I am a lot. And and if you're going to recommend the the podcast to your friends, ask them to skip the first two episodes, <laughs> um, because those are probably the <laughs> most awkward ones. I think we did. Um, but now now, uh, now I think we've kind of found our groove. Um, and one day you'll all be able to hear me properly.
1: <laughs> you're you're too hard on yourself. I
0: am. Um, well, I um i don't know don't know where else to uh to take this uh but i think you know it, it has been an exciting year um uh i i think astro backyard and ontario telescope has grown quite a bit um and uh our our working together has been has been has had an impact on my business. So Trevor, I thank you. Um, and I thank everyone else for your support and for listening as well. Uh, means a lot to me. Um, and yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I want to thank everyone as well for, for all the amazing support. I had quite the year with, uh, some ups and some downs and, uh, it felt really good, uh, to hear some of the, uh, really nice comments from you all, whether it was, Uh, congratulating me on uh, on my wedding or just support when some uh, not so great things happen this year so uh, it really means a lot I read every single comment um, and uh, I really I want to thank you all for that
0: welcome Trevor All right, everyone if you have clear skies keep them clear if you have cloud nights, it will get better clear skies
1: everyone player guys! everybody have a great uh, 2018 and we'll talk to you then talk to you then